Welcome to the Your Dream or Mine podcast, the place to be if you dream of living a life of fulfillment, freedom, flow, and most importantly, fun. I'm Laura Cruz, the Dream Transition Mentor, the creator of the unique six-step Dream Transition Method, which will take you from idle daydream to transitioning into your wildly successful freedom-based business. Listen to inspirational stories from women who have been brave enough to take the leap from corporate and now live the life they've always dreamed of. Women like you and me. They did it, I did it, and you can too. Grab a cuppa, find a cosy spot, then sit back and enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to the Your Dream or Mine podcast. I'm your host, Laura Cruz, and this is episode 82. I want to talk to you today about making decisions. How do you feel about making decisions about things? Does it come naturally to you? Is it difficult? Do you leave it to other people to make decisions? What is it that stops you from making decisions about things? And the reason I want to talk to you about that today is because when you decide that you want to work for yourself, all the decisions are suddenly made by you. So depending on what your life's been like up to the point of you going out into your own business, a lot of the decisions might have been made by other people for you, right? So if you think about when you're a child... Your parents make decisions for you. They make decisions about where you live, what school you go to, how late you're able to stay up, what you're allowed to watch on telly. When I was at school, there was a girl in my class and she wasn't allowed to watch Hill. Most of you listening won't even know what Grange Hill is, but it was the programme to watch and none of us could believe that she wasn't allowed to watch Grange Hill. Um, Our parents make decisions about what time we've got to be home, who we can be friends with perhaps, what we spend our money on, etc. So it's only when you leave home that you suddenly start to be able to make those decisions for yourself, right? So when I went to university, suddenly I was making all these decisions on my own without the input of somebody else. But sometimes if you haven't been to university or you, you know, you might leave home and then go straight into living with a partner or living with, with friends and suddenly... The decisions still aren't yours, are they? Because they're decided by other people. So if you live in a shared house, perhaps the decisions are made as a consensus for you. Um, Or perhaps if you're quieter, the more dominant person in the house decides what's going to happen. If you live with a partner and your partner is quite dominant, you probably don't get to make decisions either. So I guess to a certain extent, you might have gone quite a long way without making any firm decisions on your own because either other people have made them for you or you've made them as a result of a collaboration as a, or a, a discussion together. Then when you work for somebody, decisions get made by your superiors, right? By your, um, your line manager, by the senior team, whoever. They make decisions about what the working hours are, what the uniform is, or, you know, what the dress code is. Um, what the expectations are, what you're going to earn, etc., etc. So, do you see what I'm saying? There's a lot of decisions in uh, in our lives, and a lot of them are made by other people. So, if it 
if decision making doesn't come naturally to you, it's quite easy to let other people make them all the time and for you not to make any. Sometimes we think that um, if we sit in indecision, you know, if we've got something we need to make a, you know, make a choice or make a decision about, if we, if we sit in indecision, that's easier. But actually sitting in indecision where you're not really sure whether you, what you're going to do, which way you're going to go, is actually a lot more painful than making the decision itself. And not making a decision is actually making a decision. Does that make sense? God, you know, when you say a word over and over again, you think that word sounds really bonkers. That's what I'm feeling about the word decision. I often find that with whatever I'm talking about on the podcast. I use the word excessively and then think it sounds really weird. Um, So if you don't make a decision about something, ultimately you are, aren't you? Because you're deciding not to go forward with that thing. Therefore, you're doing the opposite of perhaps what you want to do. If you stay in indecision, you're in limbo. You're stuck. You're not sure. It's painful. It's uncomfortable. And you know what? The less we make decisions ourselves, the more we decide that, or the more we let other people decide for us, the the more often we just go with the flow and, and don't say what we think, the more we lose our power because our power is our voice, is our point of view, is our you know, or the way we want to live our life, if we don't exercise that, we lose that power. And I'd hate for you to lose that power because that's our right, isn't it? To have our say, to make choices, to make decisions, to be our own person. So sometimes we don't make decisions because we lack confidence. So we think, oh, I'm not really sure. I don't know if, I don't know if I feel brave enough to do that. So we don't make a decision because the confidence is going to hold us back. And as with every element of confidence, the more that you start to work on your confidence, the more you start to practice what you're doing, the more you start to think about how you confidently move forward, the more that you stop just thinking about stuff and actually do it, the more confident you become. So if you start your decision-making journey with smaller decisions, like really small things, tiny things, tiny things, and you put your you put your decision forward and you stick by it, the more you start doing that, the more confident you'll feel about making slightly bigger decisions and then slightly bigger decisions and then even bigger decisions after that. When you start your own business and when you decide what you want to do, there's no... There's no guidebook that says this is what you have to do then and with who and what time. You just have to get on with it. You have to work out the plan for yourself. That's where my dream transition method comes in, right? Because uh, it helps you to actually map out some of the action points you need to get you started onto that transition into your dream business. But there's nobody to say, oh, you need to do that now. or This would be a better decision than the other or you should choose this or you know, this is what you need to do next. There's nobody to say that. It's you. You've got to find it in you to make those decisions yourself. And when I said about sometimes we lack confidence, sometimes that's a fear thing, right? We lack the confidence and we're frightened of what will happen if we make the wrong decision. You need to have faith in yourself because in reality, are there wrong decisions? 
or other decisions that we've made and we reflect on and we think next time I do that differently but you can't change what's already happened you just move forward you learn and you grow from your experience and you move on to something else so if we think if we stay trapped in that kind of paralysis because we're, we're worried about making the wrong one we just need to make one and see what happens and see where, where that takes us and the greatest part of actually being an entrepreneur solo business owner not a mompreneur I hate that term but um if you whatever you want to call yourself the greatest part of being able to make your own decisions and work on your own is that you can make mistakes and you can do things that afterwards you think why did I do that I did something recently well a few months ago I rushed into something I rushed into working with somebody and uh, I felt really sure it was the right decision at the time and I rushed into it it was quite a minor thing to be honest it wasn't hugely expensive or life-changing but I went ahead to work with this person and I had just been swept along on the thought that this was going to be absolutely just what I needed and it was going to be fantastic and do you know what it absolutely wasn't it was wrong on so many levels absolutely wrong I hadn't done my research I hadn't done my due diligence I hadn't really thought it through I hadn't looked at what kind of um, in that field I hadn't looked at what work I'd had done before and therefore you know what had affected my decision then versus my decision now I was really disappointed with the um, the outcome of the work that we did like really disappointed but I decided not to pursue it with the person because actually I thought it was my responsibility for not looking into it better Um but it was a bad decision and it's it's one that annoyed me. You know, it's not so it's not such a massive mistake, but it just annoyed me because I know now when I've sat and thought about it that I hadn't thought it through. But it doesn't matter. It's not life changing. Nobody died. It didn't really matter. It wasn't a huge amount of money. It's just one of those things that I did and I look back and think, yeah, I'm not gonna do that again. I'm gonna do something really different. So these decisions that we make you know, in our own business, they're ours to make and they're ours to succeed with or to fail with or just to be okay with. It doesn't matter. But you do have to get bolder with making those decisions. I've had a I've had a bit of a rough month in August where I've done quite a lot of lying on the sofa feeling poorly. And I found myself getting really caught in indecision, being really really kind of muddled about what I wanted to do and not feeling like doing any work and therefore not doing any work and therefore feeling bad that I wasn't doing any work and beating myself up and just getting myself in a bit of a state about what I needed to do and I knew um so I've got a challenge coming up kicks off in September and um I'd actually put it in for the week before and I knew I hadn't done enough prep and I wouldn't have enough time to get everything done in order to launch that um, in order to get that challenge done then I just knew I wasn't going to have the time because I'm going on holiday in a couple of weeks I just knew I wasn't going to have the time but I put these dates in my I planned them out so I was thinking oh no I have to I have to keep going with that because that was my decision and then but then feeling really bad and really beating myself up saying oh you, but you're not doing any work but you don't feel very well so don't do any work but you need to do some work and it was just ridiculous chicken and egg going around in circles right and then I woke up on Saturday last week and thought, why am I pushing myself 
to get everything done for that particular week. Yes, that's the decision I made before, but I haven't actually put it out there and it's too rushed. Just move it back. And the minute I decided to move it back, the minute I made that decision, I just felt like so much more relaxed about it and much more free. And I thought, yeah, okay, just move it back. I mean, what difference does it make? It's my decision, right? It's not like I'm, I'm not running a bloody national, national campaign or anything like that. I haven't booked any, you know, advert in a newspaper. Do they still do that? Do you see what I mean? I can move it. It's fine. That's my decision. But interestingly for me, that just shows that, you know, making a decision and then wanting to change it, I felt really odd about that. And I needed to go back and go, it's okay. It's okay, Laura. Just do it. Just change it. And then once I changed it, I sat down yesterday. So it's Tuesday. I sat down yesterday on Monday. Worked through it all. Rejigged the dates. Looked at it again. Thought, yeah, that feels much better that week. Oh, best decision ever. Best decision ever. And sometimes when it comes to making a decision about things like in business, like investing in ourselves, like pushing the business forward, these are big decisions and I'm, I'm not, I'm not making light of them, but sometimes we really overthink, you know, I didn't think much when I made that decision the other month, but sometimes we really overthink and then we get caught in that real procrastination, indecision, muddled thoughts. Sometimes you've just got to go for it. You've just got to say, do you know what? I need some support to do this. I'm going to make the decision to invest in myself and I'm going to, I'm going to back myself and this is the right thing for me. When you work for yourself and you are, you are directly driving the income that you have, the longer you sit in indecision, the less money you have coming in. So the more you faff and don't, don't make decisions and overthink it and discuss it with loads of people and, aren't really sure and lack the confidence to make the decision, the less likely you are to make money that month. Without a salary coming in, you've got to be really on the money in terms of, uh, on the money, you've got to be really kind of with it in terms of saying, okay, so if I need money coming in, this is what I need to do now because that money's going to come in next month or the month after. So this is what I need to be doing. You can't delay. So you've got to get better at making those decisions. And once you've made that decision, you've got to say, okay, I've made that now. Let's just go with it. My challenge aside, that example of my, of moving my challenge, but that was because I haven't been very well. So I was, I'd lost a couple of weeks by not feeling well. You've got to just push on. You've got to say, that's my decision. I've made it. Now move on and have time to think and to process and to do other work that doesn't require too much decision making. So after you've listened to this episode, just notice yourself making decisions because you're making them all the time, right? You're making decisions in, you know, maybe not huge life decisions, but you're making decisions all the time. Think about the decisions that you're making and notice how you feel about them. You know, I'm going shopping after this, food shopping, exciting times, I know. Um, I'm making decisions about what products I buy, right? You'll be doing the same, shopping, stuff with your kids, stuff with your friends, with your family, what you watch on telly, what you wear out. You're making decisions anyway, so just extrapolate that forward and make those decisions with confidence in your business. You drive your business forward. You drive how you move forward. It's in your hands. It's within your power. That's the absolute best bit about working for yourself because it is in your power. It's up to you what you do. So make those decisions to move forward, make the decision to 
set a time frame when you're going to start your business or when you're going to leave your corporate job or when you're going to do something in your business, when you're going to do your next launch or a challenge or, you know, when you're going to open a Facebook group or when you're going to open your premises, it doesn't matter what it is, but make a decision. Stop overthinking it and make that decision that you need to make. Now, <laughs> this leads nicely onto my challenge, the Dream, Believe, Do Challenge, which kicks off on the 19th of September. If you would like some help with that whole decision-making in the sense of, okay, so I've been thinking about it for some time. I've been thinking of this business idea that I want to move forward. Let's actually do something with it. Then you absolutely should join the challenge. So I'll pop the links into the, the link into the show notes. It's called the Dream, Believe, Do Challenge. We kick off on Monday, the 19th of September. Okay, so it'll be every evening over four nights, so eight o'clock. Come and join me. It's going to take place in my closed Facebook group, the Dream Life Collective. Come and join me. Come and get some energy. There's something really magical for me about September. It's like that back to school, back to, um, like, not back to reality, but like new start, new page, you know, new notebook, new academic year. And even if you haven't, even if you're not related to the academic world, or even if you haven't got kids at school, it still has that kind of back to school feeling. So it's the perfect time for you to get thinking about what you want to be doing with your life. Remember, September is not downward to Christmas. It's still four months of the year left. So join me for the challenge. I'll get you absolutely fired up about all the things that you've been dreaming of. I'll get you to believing that you can actually achieve them and I'll get you to actually articulating what you need to do to move that dream forward. It's really powerful stuff. I'm really excited about it. You absolutely should come and join me. So um, I'll pop the link in the show notes. The Dream, Believe, Do Challenge will kick off on the 19th of September. I'll see you there. And uh, I'll see you next time, my fellow dreamer. You have been listening to the Your Dream or Mind podcast with Laura Cruz. If you enjoyed it, could you do me a favour? Please leave a review, a five-star one would be perfect, and subscribe. This helps other listeners to find the podcast much more easily. Oh, and don't forget to come and find me on social media. The links are in the show notes. I would love to help you to transition into your own dream life. It's what I'm really good at. See you next time, my fellow dreamer.